welcome back. You're listening to Money Talks. I am your host, Nick Antonucci, joined today with Jared McKenzie and Logan Daniel. Well, guys, um, switch gears here a little bit, and uh, like I said, get into the client situation of the week. Um, so kind of give you some some details here. Nate has access to a 401k at work, but he can't save more than $6,000 during the year. He's considering making traditional deductible IRA contributions instead. He feels he'll have more flexibility with the IRA, and he also has a previous 401k that he wants to move from his former employer either to an IRA or his new 401k. So kind of the question you guys will start at and also get back to the basics because I think, especially for, for people my age who, who aren't saving, don't have children, aren't saving for education, things like that, one of the biggest questions they ask me is, you know, should I be saving to an IRA, 401k, um, that yeah. sort of thing. So we can even go back to the basics uh, while we answer this. But if he does, doesn't participate in his work 401k, is he still subject to income limits on a de- deductible IRA contribution? If he makes an IRA contribution, can he reverse it during the year? before tax return is due. So if you guys kind of want to take us through through the basics and these details of, you know, an IRA and a 401k. Sure. Yeah, I mean, depending, even if he does participate in a 401k, depending on his income, he could still do an IRA. Um, that depends on if he's married, spouse is a participant and, and whatnot, but he could do both. Um, but if he doesn't participate, he can for sure do a non-deductible, I mean, do a deductible IRA regardless. Does it make sense right. to max out one prior to the other? Is it personal personal preference? I, I know one thing, Jared, that you've kind of harkened back to in the past with your experiences with clients is diversifying the types of accounts you're invested in, sure. retirement mm-hmm. accounts, because it gives you flexibility in retirement for, from where you want to withdraw first. Right. And, and while that is certainly very important because it can have a, a big impact come retirement, in the case of the 401 and the IRA, IRA. they're both tax deferred, sure. and so it really comes down to, okay, well, what, what am I going to get more benefit out of? What is going to allow me to save more? And, you know, as far as benefit goes, I, I always tell people, look, if, if, you, if you can save to either one of those, I would start with the 401k, particularly if you get a match, because that's free money. You never want to give that up, and if you're looking to put money into a tax deferred account and you're going to get a match through your employer, then the 401k all day long. And always match up to where, contribute up to where your company yeah, at will least, match. Yeah, at least at to least that, that point. Yeah, and then, you know, look, at, at that point, it becomes, okay, well, where's the better place to save? And and to Nate's point here, you know, he, he, he thinks he might have some more flexibility with the IRA. Yeah, that's true. In fact, he'd probably have a lot more because with the 401s, he's going to be limited to the options or the investment lineup within the plan. Whereas with IRAs, you're going to be a lot more open to the different types of asset classes and just general investments that you would be able to buy. And so for that reason, you know, once you've put in enough to get your match, maybe then it does make sense if you want that flexibility to then move to the IRA. Whereas if you remain uh, investing in the 401k and are subjected to those options, well, most plans now have the option for a target date fund that would be a default option so right. that you know, it invests you without you having to constantly monitor the investments and, and rebalance and things like that. And you know, I would say if it's something that you're not interested in and you don't want to keep an eye on it, then the 401k is probably a better place because that is going to have those kinds of options where, you know, with, with IRAs, it, it may be available, but it's not going to be as easy to kind of set up and, and keep on a uh, just a, a recurring basis. Sure. I think that's uh, yeah, and with something. With 401ks, I mean, it's payroll deduction. I mean, you don't have to worry about yeah. you sending the money to your IRA each month or each quarter. 
it's kind of all done automatically. Yeah, yeah cause we, we all know how that goes when you, yeah. when you leave it to yourself to make those contributions <laughs> yeah. and yeah. it doesn't come out of your check right away. Somehow <laughs> yeah. that money ends up getting spent. Yeah. It's harder to contribute when you have to watch it go through your checking account first. That's for sure. Something you touched on Jared, I think isn't something we often cover on here as it pertains to retirement accounts. Um, and one of the benefits of the IRA is you open an IRA at Charles Schwab, wherever it may be, and you have unlimited access to whatever you want to invest in, right? Yeah, for the but, most part. But a lot of people don't realize in many 401k plans, and it's not in every one, um, oftentimes there's something called like a brokerage link. So mm-hmm. you can open that outside account and purchase securities that aren't in your company's uh, retirement plan lineup. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which in, in, in most cases for the, the average investor, there are sufficient options in your plan that are good enough to get you the allocation you want. Or maybe you do want to put in a set it, forget it kind of uh, target date fund. Mm-hmm. But for those of you who are a little more active or want better options or you have a financial advisor who can advise you in these things, setting up that brokerage link is, is a pretty good idea in my opinion because it, it doesn't confine you to what in some cases is a very small selection yeah. of investments. Yeah. It, just, it allows for self-directed investments that you know you 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 get to choose or or your advisor helps you choose rather than just being you know picking from that fund lineup within the 401 so you know not only that though the, the IRA is going to going to have a much smaller limitation on the contributions than the 401k you know you can you can certainly add money to the IRAs but only to an extent so let's say he put 6000 in his in his 401 to get his match right yep. and then let's say he got you know some other monies that were unexpected throughout the year and he decided hey I'm going to put those in the IRA well if he comes into even other monies before the year's up he can't put any more in the IRA. He's going to have to then go back now and contribute more to the 401k if he can. And maybe that's through, you know, he adjusts some withholdings on his paycheck sure. so that he can get more through there because now he's got more outside. But he's going to have a lot higher limit uh, on the 401k than what he would have on the IRA. And that's just going to allow you to save more if you have the ability to do that. So what uh, what are the limits on, on those two? So for the, the 401k four, is, yeah, you got if it. you're under 50, 19,000. Mm-hmm. And then you get a, if you're over 50, you get a $6,000 catch up. So 25 yep. total. Okay. With the IRA, it's 6,500 if you're under 50. Uh, 6,000 for 2019. Yeah, 6,000 2019. And you get a $1,000 catch up if over. you're over 50. Okay. Yep. And those are indexed every year. Sometimes they say the same. Sometimes they'll go up. Yeah, they've been indexed a lot, surprisingly. Yeah. So as of late, it's going up. So it's definitely bit. a big difference of how much you can put in the 401k versus an IRA. So. Yep, absolutely. Awesome, guys. Uh, anything else you want to add of there? Does that pretty much cover the, the cut and dry basics of it? Yeah, that, yeah that, I think so. I mean, the, the basics for sure. Bottom line, a, contribute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Regardless, some fashion. Save, save somewhere. You know, we're talking off air, and I think it's something kind of goes back to the IRA 401k discussion is, is borrowing against that account. Um, generally speaking, we advise against doing that. Uh, but there are certain circumstances where maybe you want to withdraw money early. Um, yeah, just access in general. Sure. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. kind of the rules around that. I know something that, that's on my mind is borrowing for a home. Um, I know first-time home buyers have the ability to do that. Otherwise, is mm-hmm. it that you have to take a loan? You're not actually. Yeah. Well, there, there's it's, an it's, exception if you are a first-time home buyer that you can make that distribution without penalty. So you, you're not effectively. It's not a loan. In fact, you can't take a loan from an IRA. However, you could take a loan from a 401k, and there's limitations on those types of loans. I think if it hasn't been indexed, it's up to about fifty thousand, uh, which you'd be maxed out at, or maybe it's fifty percent of the. I'm not it's, sure. It's the greater, it's the lesser of. 
it's fifty thousand or fifty percent. Yeah. I'll be counting, okay. Whichever. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's confusing. Yeah. They're running together. But in any event, you, you can take a loan from the plan and then pay it back over time. Whereas with an IRA, you either meet one of the few exceptions that exist for early withdrawals that are exempt from penalty, or you don't. Uh, and as you said, Nick, we generally are going to recommend against that because anytime you have to access retirement accounts early, you know, there's, there's hopefully a more uh, optimal solution, but it sure. does sometimes come to that. And in fact, you know, when you're talking about a home purchase, that's a big enough purchase that a lot of people, they're not just going to have a down payment for a home, especially a good down payment that's, you know, 10, 15, 20% perhaps that's just laying around in a savings account. And so that is something that we get questions on from time to time on whether or not, you know, those are accounts that can help people bridge uh, themselves between, you know, circumstances in their lives. And uh, it's a big distinction between the two. In fact, again, the IRA, you can, you can uh, not take a loan from the 401k, you can. Uh, but then, you know, the IRA. Yeah, with the IRA, you can take up to 10000 for a first-time home purchase to avoid that penalty, 10%. Sure. Now, so that's your biggest what distinction. It, what is the payback rules on that? Is, what is, the, is there a defined set of time you have to, to put that money back in there? Do you guys know? I, I don't know if it's 10 years, if it varies on the plan. Um, and then I know, obviously, you have to pay yourself back with interest, I believe. Um, so I guess that's probably a product of what what market rates are at that time. Yeah. Um, uh, I it assume it may be plan specific. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it determ- for some reason five years is coming to mind. Okay. Um, pay yourself back in five years. Okay. With interest. Mm-hmm. Um, caveat to that is, let's say you get fired or you leave that job, and you hadn't paid it back yet, it counts as income. Mm-hmm. So there could oh, be. Oh wow. Yeah, I got to take that into yeah, consideration. Careful um, with that piece. Yeah, don't uh, don't screw up at work after you after you after take, you a, take loan. a loan. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely an interest. Just like any other loan, there's going to be some interest uh, on that one if you if you choose to go that route. Sure, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll dive into some listener questions. We'll be right back. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products. 